3: You've heard the nature of the charges. They're clearly very, very serious.
4: Today in the morning edition, jurors being warned the trial of a man accused of killing two women will be graphic. We go inside the courtroom.
1: Plus, snow loads on buildings have the municipality warning there could be more roof collapses if businesses and homeowners don't do something now what you need to know.
4: And times are difficult, but if you need a pick-me-up, one company's got you covered. Introducing the Emotional Support Ketchup. Yes, a condiment that cares how you can score one of your own as the morning edition it starts now. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for joining us here on a Tuesday. How about that? An Emotional Support Ketchup. Well, you know how I feel about ketchup. <laughs> yeah, you do not like ketchup, so... That's not really Maybe an Emotional Support,
1: support Ranch. I'll take that. <laughs> I'm um, telling you. But I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah, we'll, well see.
4: The <laughs> only
5: down, the only thing I have with that is you're going to be using it. So you're using that emotional support. Well,
4: maybe that's the yeah, point, that's the of, point
1: it. of it. Yeah, that's the
5: point of it. take it somewhere who And then you're just going to toss it as if it was nothing.
1: <laughs> if you love ketchup and you are eating and you don't ketchup, have any... mayonnaise, and mustard all mixed together. together. Yeah. That's disgusting, beep. <laughs>
5: What's not disgusting is this weather. I mean, We're talking about temperatures continuing to warm across South Central. Uh, We've seen those temperatures through the overnight hours sitting in the teens and the 20s. And we're going to continue to see these warmer conditions uh, through the rest of this week across South Central. We're already seeing many locations uh, with those temperatures already beginning to push near 20 degrees as we start off uh, your Tuesday morning. It is clear or uh, clearer skies in terms of the snowfall. Uh, across South Central. We are seeing some light snow through parts of the valley, some flurries still possible for the Anchorage Bowl. Uh, We're currently seeing at 21 degrees with winds uh, up to four miles per hour. That is giving us a wind chill of 15 degrees. But uh, much like we were talking about yesterday, this week is going to be a walk in the park uh, compared to what we did deal with uh, last week with that bitter cold condition. 17 degrees currently in Wasilla with some light snowfall. Uh, light snow is falling as far north as about Willow. Talkeetna did see some light snow as well. Uh, 14 degrees in Kenai, 32 degrees in uh, 22 degrees in Seward, and 25 degrees Uh, in Cordova so all of us sitting uh, with those temperatures in the teens and the 20s which for some of us is fairly seasonal Uh, average low for this time of year uh, is right around 14 to 15 degrees so we're slightly warmer here in Anchorage but uh, compared to where we've been sitting at we're going to continue to hold on to uh, much milder conditions through the rest of uh, this week so there's that quick passing uh, glance of some snow uh, that we did see through parts of the overnight hours into early this morning quickly tapering off Uh, we'll still see the potential for some flurries this morning across south central not everyone will see it uh, but there is that chance as we head on through the day and then as that snow clears out of the region or uh, what remains of that snow. We'll actually see some sunshine as we head into the afternoon hours, uh, calling today partly cloudy to partly sunny skies. And we're raising the bars when it comes to those temperatures into the afternoon hours. Uh, you can see those uh, t- those uh, temperatures today expected to warm into the mid-20s, uh, if not some upper 20s as you head through the Gulf Coast region. So be prepared for those warmer conditions. In fact, not only today, but we'll see those temperatures uh, the next several days, staying in the mid-20s with overnight lows in the teens, which is a seasonal weather. I'll have more details on that in that Day forecast
0: coming up. From the collapses that we've seen, it's becoming more urgent with time.
4: Removing snow from roofs has become urgent
1: here in Anchorage after more than 19 collapses since last winter. While businesses have been the greatest concern, engineers now want to make tenants aware of possible dangers in their buildings. What you need to know is this morning's top story. Local snow removal companies telling Alaska's news source that they've been getting calls from uh, winter, winter from concerned, uh, all winter from concerned homeowners.
4: Lexi Shelverton visited with those local businesses to find out what to do as the snow doesn't seem to be ending anytime soon.
3: With more than 100 inches of snow this winter, municipality of Anchorage engineers are urging residential owners to consider shoveling the snow from their roofs. That's why winter service companies like the one that just shoveled the snow off the roof behind me told me they're booked as high demand continues.
6: It's been pretty crazy.
3: That's Scott Gage, the owner of Gage Tree Service, talking about their growing list of people who need snow cleared off their roof.
6: It definitely fluctuates with temperature and and snowfall. Um, Sometimes we get up to a couple hundred calls a day.
3: Booked, that's what we've heard. Call after call to several snow removal companies across Anchorage. Some say they're not taking requests at all.
6: It's gotten to where probably 50% of the calls are some sort of emergency, whether it's to them or it's some sort of emergency. So it's gotten harder and harder.
3: Gage, not spared from the growing list of backlogs, says he tries to at least prioritize certain jobs, such as homes that have active leaks, as this winter's extreme weather impacts homes across the city. It's
6: shifted to actually more weight, and now we're starting to see some sheetrock cracking, Um, Doors not quite aligning, they're not latching inside.
3: Structural engineer Daniel King says the city has sent more than a thousand letters to owners of buildings suspected to have been built with wood truss frames. They're also looking into the structural integrity of certain residential roofs.
0: We're identifying flat roofs for residential as, you know, shovel your roof, um, and then we're identifying other construction for residential under before 1990, uh, consider shoveling your roof.
3: With that guidance, Gage says it's better to hire a professional Especially if you don't think you can do it safely.
6: On anything steep or if there's dry, you know, if there's anything um, that we can fall off of, we're tied in. We wear harnesses and ropes, you know, and to save a little bit of wet sheetrock isn't worth somebody sliding off a roof.
3: If you're worried about the snow load on your home, especially if you have a flat roof or construction prior to the 90s, it's recommended to reach out to a structural engineer or a snow removal company so that way you can have your roof checked out to see if the snow needs to be removed. Reporting in Anchorage, Lex Yelverton, Alaska's news source.
4: The city will send out more letters in the future, this time to tenants of buildings suspected of having roof issues. They want to let everyone know if the snow doesn't come off, it may not be safe to be inside. One well, update now on a story that we first brought you last week. Two people died after a fire Thursday morning in Anchorage. Both were taken to the hospital with severe injuries. This is video of the scene. The fire department confirming both have passed away. It happened around 2 a.m. on Young Street. Five other people were referred to the Red Cross and the cause of the fire is still under investigation.
0: You got a little bit of a preview of the subject matter from the questionnaires that you filled out, but is there anybody who, when you sat here today and Judge Saxby read the indictment and read all the charges, like, wow,
7: that's a lot. I don't know if I wanna do this. I don't know if I can handle this.
1: An SD memory card said to contain video of a horrific murder is a key piece of evidence in the case against accused murderer Brian Smith. Opening statements in Smith's trial could begin today. Evidence presented in this trial is expected to be graphic and disturbing. Charges say in at least one recording, the images allegedly show a woman being beaten and strangled. As Rebecca Palsher reports, many of the questions to potential jurors focused on how someone would react to that type of graphic video.
0: All rise for the jury
2: Monday morning dozens of people arrived at the Anchorage courthouse to report for jury duty over the next several hours They were asked a series of questions
0: So what we're looking for here are the jurors who could sit on a criminal case a criminal case that involves allegations of murder sexual assault that may involve some graphic images and it can last for the entire month of February the
3: underlying question is do you have something in your personal makeup or history that makes you uniquely situated that you shouldn't be a fair, or you couldn't be a fair juror.
2: As the defense and prosecution peppered the prospective jurors in this case, the man at the center of this trial, Brian Smith, watched on. Smith is charged with murders of 30-year-old Kathleen Jo Henry and 53-year-old Veronica Abuchak. Henry died during the first week of September 2019, strangled and killed in a hotel room. After his arrest for Henry's murder, police say Smith confessed to shooting a bootchuck sometime in 2017 or 18. This case gained national attention when a person turned over to police an SD card labeled Homicide at Midtown Marriott.
3: You've heard the nature of the charges. They're clearly very, very
2: serious. Evidence presented in this trial is expected to be graphic and disturbing. There'll be explicit photos and videos, and a case expected to last almost all month.
4: We'll be able to find out who needs to come back tomorrow.
2: By Monday afternoon, 15 people were chosen for jury duty, with one more to be added Tuesday morning.
1: That was Rebecca Polscher reporting from the courtroom. Those already chosen for jury duty were told to report to court this morning at 11 for the possible start of opening statements. We'll have any new developments at alaskasnewsource.com once the trial begins. That's also where you can find information on how to watch the proceeding live on our streaming services.
4: FAA Chief Mike Whitaker will be on Capitol Hill today as members of Congress demand answers in the wake of that Alaska Air midair emergency one month ago. But now the aviation giant says it's discovered a production error that will further delay deliveries of new 737 MAX planes. Tom Costello has the latest on the troubles at Boeing.
7: It's more evidence that Boeing's quality control problems extend through its supply chain. Boeing now says it will likely delay deliveries of some 737s after a supplier discovered two holes may not have been drilled exactly to our requirements. Spirit Aerosystems makes the fuselage. It struggled for years with production problems. The misdrilled holes were on a window frame. Boeing says 50 undelivered 737s will need a fix, though it insists it's not an immediate flight safety issue and all 737s can continue operating safely. Spirit now says engineering determined that there is no safety of flight issue and it will work with Boeing. One month after a door plug blew out on a MAX 9 over Portland, grounding the entire fleet, the FAA today said nearly 94 percent have been inspected and returned to service. But Boeing's quality control remains under investigation and heightened scrutiny.
8: And we'll ensure that those airplanes meet all safety standards before we can approve them for delivery.
7: After a recent safety stand down on the MAX production line, the company received a 1,000 employee suggestions for improvement. Boeing's CEO insists that includes Spirit Aerosystems. We own our supply chain. We own Spirit. We own the results of our work. We understand
5: that. We really do.
4: That was Tom Costello reporting. Chief Whitaker will have a lot to answer for on Capitol Hill today. The FAA has come under growing scrutiny after a series of potentially catastrophic near-miss aviation safety incidents, persistent air traffic control staffing shortages, and a January 2023 pilot messaging database outage that disrupted 11,000 flights. Well, coming up, it is almost Iditarod season, but
1: we have some great pictures of another kind of dog racing to hold you over. It's a good old-fashioned doggy keg bowl, one of the great activities at the Talk the Ice Festival
0: Plus. I'm Dave Allgood, coming up we're gonna meet... Allie. And... JP. And they're big bigwigs here at the Doba on Abbott Road and Allie found this little guy in the parking lot and he needs to find his owner and maybe you can help. That's coming up
5: on today's All Good News. Fairly seasonal week ahead for South Central. i have more details on that for you. But first, sunrise, 907, sunset, 528 hours and 14 minutes of daylight.
4: Good morning, everyone. We're back here on a Tuesday, 14 minutes past the hour. Yeah, let's check in with Aaron for a look at today's forecast.
5: You no know, We did manage to stay on the drier side through the overnight hours into uh, early this morning for a large portion of South Central. I uh, did see some light snow as you head out towards uh, western parts of the Sassetna Valley through Turnigan Pass and then out towards Uh, parts of Prince William Sound, and we still have that slight chance for some flurries uh, this morning. Uh, 21 degrees currently is what we're seeing in Anchorage, 33 in Bethel, 11 in Kotzebue, two below in Fairbanks. Uh, And then out towards southeast, we're seeing those temperatures sitting uh, near freezing. Like we were talking about uh, yesterday, the active and stormy weather will stay out uh, over the open waters of the Bering as well as impacting the Aleutians. That is where we're seeing some high wind warnings uh, as well as some gusty conditions. You can see we do have a ridge of high pressure uh, that's to the south of uh, South Central, really uh, nestled up against uh, the Gulf of Alaska, southern parts of the Gulf of Alaska, and the Northern Pacific Ocean. That will uh, influence our weather somewhat, leading to some sunnier skies as we head into the afternoon hours uh, with some partly cloudy conditions expected. There's that low that we did see yesterday that's going to continue to pull off towards the south. Uh, Outer coast regions of southeast, we'll see a slight chance for some flurry activity, Uh, but the active weather staying out west. You can see winds this morning uh, have been gusting anywhere from about 30 to uh, just over 50 miles per hour, and we're going to see that possibility uh, for some parts of the Aleutians. Could see winds gusting as high as about 75 miles per hour uh, throughout the day. That, in addition to the wintry mix and snow will lead to some lowering visibility. Uh, And then as you head across the western coastline, we'll also see some blowing snow uh, in the forecast. Now, here across south-central, winds will not be an issue through the day, but we are seeing uh, somewhat of an influence from both that ridge of high pressure and that stormy weather out west. That is leading to uh, warmer conditions. We'll warm into the low to mid-20s as we head throughout the afternoon hours. Uh, Just a light wind out of the northeast at 5 miles per hour, and again uh, some a.m. flurries can't be ruled out, but expecting drier conditions to take hold uh, through a good portion of uh, this week, which is, uh, you know, good news. I don't think anyone wants any more of that snow. If today were to end when it comes to that snowfall, it would currently be the sixth snowiest uh, year on record. Now, we're still sitting at the snowiest year to date, but we still have a lot of winter uh, left to go around. You can see 2011, 2012, uh, we are just under two feet away from meeting or exceeding that. So uh, look, certainly going to see what the rest of February, March, and the first part of April holds in terms of that snowfall. And this week we are going to see significantly drier conditions uh, across uh, south central. Now we are going to see that active weather out towards the Aleutians over the open waters of the Bering uh, through the Yukon Delta and southwest Alaska. You're going to continue to see some of those winds as well as snow in the forecast. Uh, But you can see as we welcome in the uh, end of this week there is a chance we could see some snow here across south central uh, but expecting a large portion of this week to stay on the drier side. For the Panhandle, a mix near the coast, 35 in Haynes, 34 in Petersburg, 36 in Ketchikan. Uh, We do have some afternoon sunshine across the Kenai. Temperatures expected to warm into the 20s and the 30s. Uh, So again, this week is going to be a walk in the park compared to what we did see last week. Mostly sunny skies through Prince William Sound. Uh, Breaking above zero through the Copper River Basin at 6 degrees. We've got 27 in uh, Willow, 26 degrees in Palmer. And again, waking up tomorrow morning with those temperatures sitting in the teens and the 20s across South Central. Uh, There's that seven-day forecast, mid to upper 20s, overnight lows in the teens. Looking into next week, though, we could even be pushing with those highs near freezing, which is going to be even warmer than what we're seeing this week.
1: All right. Thanks, Aaron, for the update. It's not unusual for kids to have a security item to keep close, maybe a cowboy blanket or favorite toy or stuffy.
4: Yeah, so when workers at the Codoba restaurant in Anchorage found a little stuffed doggy laying in the parking lot, well, they knew they had to try and find the owner. It's a hunt for the ages, and this morning's all good news.
0: I know what you're thinking. Is that a new Mexican dish? Cute canine queso in a cup? Not exactly.
4: So I just want to let everybody know we have your
0: puppy. He's very safe. That's J.P. and Allie. They work here at Qdoba and Anchorage on Abbott Road.
8: I know that there's probably a kid out there that's like, have you seen my doggy, Mom? Have you found him yet?
0: It was last week she was out here in the parking lot and saw this Fido face laying on the ground.
8: And I saw him there, and I picked him up, and as I was coming inside, I saw that he was loved and stitched up, and I I just knew.
0: Allie knew right away this was much more than just a lost stuffed animal. It hit home.
8: When I lost my stuffed animal as a kid, I lost it. I, my parents had no peace, and I was losing it until they found it at a restaurant downtown where I left it. So,
0: And this doggie had the markings of well-worn love. It's got a little bit on this side and then some on this side even. So
8: <laughs> the first thing I saw was just the little stitches right there and right here. And you can definitely tell it's like a mom that... Purposely stitched him up all nice. And, and
0: how do we think our petite pooch got left behind?
8: They're probably rushing in, grabbing food and rushing out and getting everybody in the car and just dropped him.
0: It happens, so she took to social hand. media last week with this Facebook post and these fun pictures.
8: Hi, I am looking for my family. I accidentally got left behind at Qdoba and Abbott. They are taking very good care of me and even made me a kid's meal. It was delicious. I made a friend named Danny and he made me an honorary Qdoba team member. I'm having lots of fun. I can't wait to be back with my family, but in the meantime, the crew at Qdoba on Abbott will keep me safe.
0: The post has gotten lots of attention,
8: with comments like... I wish someone would have done this for my daughter, Stuffy, she lost it at Diamond Center years ago. I hope it finds its kiddo.
0: We do too, just look at that face. My hope is that we reunite it with the baby that lost it. Oh, and they haven't named him simply because...
8: It's, it's hard to name something that you know has a name. Right. You know, we don't want to change his whole life yet.
0: (laughs) Right? So no one has come forward yet. But just know this guy is in good hands and...
8: He's not adopted, he's just on vacation right now, so...
0: So now a dog safely waits and looks for his human, Thanks to these two big-hearted humans.
8: I'm going to stay hopeful. Even if it's a year or two years from now, he can stay here forever, (laughs) if he'd like. A
0: forever kind of home. That's wonderful solace even this lost Toy Story canine can take comfort in. I'm Dave Allgood, and that's...
8: There's no replacing something that you love so much.
0: The Allgood News.
4: And as a parent of a daughter who loves stuffies, yeah. like that's sweet. If she were to lost one, that's so fun of them. But Did it's... you have
1: a special toy as a kid? Uh, not, not in
4: particular. Not stuffies, but. I think I kept my baby blanket around a little I bit longer than I should have. Yeah, the blanket <laughs> with the Urs on the end, that's what I called it. Well,
1: hopefully <laughs> it finds its so way. Well. Yeah. All right, well, here's a dog racing story the uh, sports department nearly missed. And thanks to one of Alaska's ace photographers, we've got pictures. Tracy Tri sent us these photos of the dog kick pulling contest at the second annual Talkeetna Ice Festival. These dogs might not be ready for the Iditarod, but you can see these athletes are just excited to participate in the race. The race is geared
4: for individual dogs, for instance, in the toy division it would be pretty tough for those little dogs to pull a keg luckily they only had to pull a six-pack <laughs> thanks again to tracy Tri for sending us these photos That uh, is too cute so fun thanks for listening to our podcast click subscribe so you can get the latest podcasts from alaska's news source automatically and stay up to date with breaking news and in-depth reporting available for free 24 7 with the alaska's news source app